We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. <laughs> it's Thursday. I miss Donnie T. It's wrong, isn't it? Buffett's been so right. Then it's a deal. We need this guy back. I put together some real impressive deals. I like that. <laughs> go big or go home. Donald Trump. You know, you're really beautiful. A woman that looks like that has to have her own special set. Oh, the 80s. Donald, tell me you were here. You look great. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I'm Donald Ernst. Oh. Yeah. Hey, listen. Are you bagging her? <laughs> huh? Are you? You, you just met. Who called me this? Oh. Look at this right here on the street. It's Donald Trump. What are you, morons? <laughs> The Donald. Everything set for tonight, Mr. Trump. I wonder what Trump's game is this time. Watch out, he's dead. Watch out, he's dead. Watch out, he's dead. Uh, you gotta love it. The Donald. The Donald. That's a great video. Little 80s, 80s Trump montage. Uh, anyway, good morning. It's, fr it's, oh, it's Freedom Friday Eve. I thought it was Friday for a minute. 
I don't know why I woke up thinking it was Friday. It's Thursday. One more day. One more day. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the follow. Leave a comment. Do what's right. Or you're a fed. Do us all a favor. It helps tickle the algorithm and get the show out there, especially on Rumble. It's really the only place I'm streaming now is Rumble because I want people to come to the Rumble channel and hit follow. I know I love the flashbacks too. Every Trump flashback is great. They're all great. One more day, Freedom Friday tomorrow. <clears throat> Actually, tomorrow night, Freedom Friday with James Curry. We're going to have, um, as long as everything works out, January 6th or Jeremy Brown, who was railroaded by the government because he did not uh, cooperate and try to infiltrate, I believe it was the Oath Keepers. And uh, so they, you know, searched, searched his house and imprisoned him, didn't even go into the Capitol, all this nonsense. And uh, he's going to be calling into the show tomorrow night uh, at around 9 p.m. Uh, from prison. I believe he is um, in Florida, but uh, we should be hearing from him tomorrow night on Freedom Friday. So tune in, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. He's going to call in uh, at some point in the show around nine o'clock, as long as everything works right. Cause you know how that works with the jails and the prisons, not everything works the way we'd like it to work. So hopefully we get that phone call from where we can hear what's going on and, and his thoughts on, on what's happening in the J six world and a little bit of what uh, is going on with his case. Anyway, got a lot of stuff going on. So some breaking news last night, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to get it huge into this because already Already, the social media swamp, it's getting all political with the uh, with this mass shooting in Maine. Hearing so many different things. There are so many stories out there. The uh, law enforcement isn't giving up much information other than the different locations, a person of interest, and things like that. Uh, reports now of 22 confirmed dead. Who even knows what's if that's accurate as of now? 50 to 60 injured. It's um it sucks any way you look at it, but the um the fact of the matter is I just can't stand the disgusting narratives of course that the gun grabbing narratives, all the people on the left, all these big influencers, they're going to sit there and talk about guns, 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 guns. It's the guns. Uh, you said that you, my audio is low. My, my audio, my audio is the same as it always is. So I would say, hold on a second. It's never, uh, I, I, I never touched the audio setting. So, How's that? How's that? Maybe make sure your volumes are up because the audio is not, uh, I turned it up a little bit, but it's, it's never touched. So how's that? I tweaked it a little bit to see if that works. <clears throat> so let me know. Someone in the chat. Anyway. Yeah. The, uh, let's bring this up. Lewiston, Maine police department releases photo of mass shooter. Suspect Robert Card, that's the person of interest, driving a white Subaru, apparently went to two different locations. They're saying two definite locations, possibly a third. And they released a photo of this guy 
who possibly was a firearms instructor and an army reservist. Again, we don't know a lot. It's just, I mean, the story's probably about, it happened about six o'clock last night, Eastern time. And it was, uh, what is it now? It's a little after 8 a.m. Eastern. So what do we, you know, 16, 18 hours, 16 hours in uh, a little bit more. And I, I don't think they've, they've uh, found this guy yet. I think the last bit of news was they found the Subaru that he was driving by a boat launch. Who knows if this guy offed himself again, there's a lot of information being spread out around there. There's supposedly a, a discord chat was out there about his intentions. He, he's going to kill people and, and all of this again. Again, we don't know what the intentions are. We don't know what the real narrative is. And, of course, you can speculate that this was, you know, what? there were so many speculations. You know, Kamala Harris last week and the other day calling for an assault ban, assault weapon ban. What's an assault weapon? They don't exist. Joe Biden is going to apparently, you know, appeal to Congress and beg for them to move forward an assault weapon ban. It's all bullshit. It's all, they want your AR-15s, blah, 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 jerk me off. And the fact of the matter is we have a mental health issue in this country. You know, I was watching something yesterday on YouTube about kids being glued to their devices and people wanting to sue Facebook for it or Meta for it. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, no, it is true that young people are glued to their devices more than ever, right? Even adults. But that was by design. I mean, people were locked down or afraid to leave their homes for two years. Some people are still afraid to to leave their homes. When I go to my local deli, I'm friends with the owner. He tells me, he goes, Alan, you wouldn't believe the everyday orders we get from the same people that won't come in. And a very open about it and says, we still won't leave our house. Imagine that. All of these kids confined in front of screens with nothing to do. And mental health is a, is a major problem, especially among young people. And listen, if this guy was a military vet, maybe he did have PTSD. Maybe he had, supposedly he was in a mental facility and he was released from a mental facility. He had, it was in mental health care whatever it was, inpatient, I don't know. The fact of the matter is, it's still early in the story. We know that supposedly there's at least 22 fatalities and 50-plus more injured in two confirmed locations, a bowling alley and a restaurant bar and grill that are not next to each other. The guy's traveling around, and possibly he was headed towards a, a Walmart distribution center or something like that. I don't know if. He shot anybody at the Walmart distribution center or was just confined to the two locations. The disgusting part of this, in no time at all last night, especially on Twitter, the the swamp of all political bullshit on social media, but unfortunately the battleground, and it's necessary, you have these scumbags immediately. It's the guns. We have so many guns. Nothing about mental health. They don't want to address the mental health because most of these fucks suffer from mental health issues. 
And the great thing about mental problems is you're the last one to know you have one. And they all have one. They're all unhinged. It's never the person that decides to grab the gun who has mental issues and uses that gun to kill people. No, it's the guns. Because if you take the guns away, those, mental, those mentally ill people are still there. They're still going to find ways to lash out and kill people. If you take the AR-15s, they're going to use a handgun or another type of rifle or a shotgun. You know, these big bad AR-15s, you know, the assault weapons, the weapons of war. Just complete retards. But they're okay with Joe Biden leaving all of our weapons of war in Afghanistan and then in the hands of Hamas goat-fucking terrorists that are killing Jews, and then they'll then you scroll down on their on their profile and it's well free Palestine and fuck the Jews. It's okay, but people here in America, Americans should not have access to AR-15s. Ugh. It's just so stupid. So again, I don't know. I, I want to have respect for the people that lost lives, that are injured, that are now going to be damaged from this mentally unhinged whack job from taking a gun and shooting people. But unfortunately, this is the world we live in. This is the country we live in, plagued by mental health, by design, because of government overreach and control partnered with the promotion and money of big pharma. You know, yeah, in the United Kingdom, you just get knifed to death. You go to London and just get stabbed to death on the London Bridge. Yeah. I'd rather be shot than stabbed. I've actually been stabbed in the shoulder back when I was a medic. I got stabbed in the shoulder with a steak knife. It was not pretty. And it was, uh, it was in there. It was in there. But in England, the gangs fight with swords. Yeah. So the Asian gangs, even in, even in, uh, in the city, they're not big with guns, a lot of them. They're big with the, the, the very large knives or machetes. I mean, countless stories of Asian gangs that I've been on calls with where they could easily just walk in and shoot everybody. You know, I've walked into a nightclub where they have the private rooms and we had, you know, six people stabbed, three of them stabbed to death and not one shot fired. They just go in and start stabbing people in the middle of Queens, New York. Like it's wild. But <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> anyway, this whole thing in Maine is, is, uh, is sad. They're looking for this guy, Robert Card. You know, this is, uh, I guess, a, a, from the closed circuit TV. I don't know if this is the bowling alley or what this was or the restaurant. But this is the guy. I mean, obviously, it looks like a pretty, pretty well put together piece of uh, machinery there he's using, an AR-15. Um, he was born in 83, person of interest. Again, went into the same places. He's considered, uh, two places, he's considered armed and dangerous. <clears throat> but we don't know much about it. I mean, it's wild that this guy is just gone. I still, I was looking this morning, even now, I have not seen anything that he's apprehended or if there was a body recovered, maybe the guy offed himself. They found his uh, car by a boat ramp. Did he just jump in the water? Is he going to wash up somewhere? 
how mentally ill is this guy? Here's a here's a picture. They were even going back and forth debating whether this was a real picture of him or not. They're not they're not sure, but it seems like this is the guy of interest now. Now, as of as of this morning, <laughs> the neighbors walking their dogs always look when they hear you say, "Why are your neighbors hearing me? What do you have me on like surround sound?" <laughs> How am I that loud that your neighbors can hear you? Like, what are you doing? Are you why are you out on your front lawn sitting in a beach chair with me with my voice blasting at eight o'clock in the morning in sunny Florida? That's funny. So yeah, who knows what's going to happen with that? That's a developing story. But make no mistake, today's going to be interesting because I'm sure he has me on a megaphone outside. He's doing the he's doing the Laura Loomer. He's got me on megaphone. Make no mistake that today there will be numerous statements from numerous politicians. I haven't seen much last night. I was even looking for members of Congress. I haven't seen anything from the Jihad Squad yet, AOC and that whole clan. I, but I, I've seen all the big leftist influencers that are on Twitter and them running their mouths. The Gen Z, um, all of them morons that queer, whatever is it, the defiant Brooklyn dad or whatever the hell he is. He's such a piece of shit. So, yeah, the Groundhog Day gun grab attempts. Joe Biden's going to come out today. He's going to appeal to Congress. He's going to talk about, you don't need 100-round clips and AR-15s and someone changed my diaper. I shit myself again. You are not you're going to see him begging to Congress to, especially now that there's a new speaker since yesterday, which we'll get into, you know, I appeal to the new speaker and all this shit to get some common sense gun laws in place and common sense gun bans. Give me a break. Just shut up. It's it. Uh, no, you're not taking anything. But they say there's like 300, 300 million something people, 400 and something million guns. I mean, you got to figure each gun owner has at least one, but most of the time, if you have one, you have multiple, you know? I guess it really depends. I'm on a, I don't know what that is, full surround sound. You have me on surround sound. It's loud. I walk around the house and shit. Oh, my God. You're one of those people. They're like, oh, Buck Fiden's walking around his house in his underwear again, listening to some unhinged MAGA guy on Rumble. <laughs> oh, man, I, I could just picture it. I don't want to picture it, but I can picture it, unfortunately. All right, so the GOP, listen, if you haven't yet, hit the thumbs up, hit the follow. We got to get that Rumble follow button hit. And um, comment. Throw a comment where it lives forever. It helps. It really does help. And, uh, yeah, you don't need an AR to hunt. Let me tell you, the AR-15, in my opinion, is the best home self-defense weapon. Not a shotgun, not a handgun, but the AR-15. Only for the sole reason is they're great to control. I think the accuracy is great. And, uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about shooting through walls with a shotgun and, you know, accidentally killing a family member or, you know, the family cat. You have a lot of control with an AR-15. Come and take it. That's all I'm going to say. Come and take it. So yesterday, finally, 
finally, they elect a House Speaker. Now, you may not have heard of Mike Johnson out of Louisiana. Low-key guy. I've, I've seen him in the past. Um, Trump supporter. Uh, he was very vocal about the 2020 election being stolen. He was part of the amicus brief from Congress uh, challenging the election. And who's saying moist? <laughs> so I'm looking at the chat. So this guy, Mike Jackson, he did not lose a single Republican vote. They all got 220 votes. He is a Trump ally. Trump has liked him since 2020, since his, as speaking out against the uh, legitimacy of the 2020 election. Uh, they call him a low-key MAGA warrior. He has a poor report card when it comes to his support for Ukraine, which I like. There are people that are going to be critical. The left is melting over the, the left has been melting over Mike Johnson possibly becoming speaker, calling him, you know, he he doesn't he he's against uh, gay marriage. He's for abortion bans. He does not want to supply Ukraine with money. So he, he had said in the past, because, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I will say this, and I always stand by this. Trust none of them. They're all pieces of shit until proven otherwise. Every single one of them. I don't care whose endorsement they have. I don't care what was said once. I don't care what was said twice. I don't care. And I don't care. What are you doing now in the situation we have going on now? Hey, look who's in the chat. C3P memes. What's up, man? One of the best memers out there. One of the best dilly meme team members out there. Moist is a great word. C3P memes. Yep. Oh, Laura Ann hates that word. It's always cool when the big memers come in the chat. I have not seen Hog yet this morning. Anybody see Hog? Did he oversleep? Hog, where are you? You in the chat, you fuck? <laughs> Hope all is well. C3P memes. Again, you're always out there doing God's work when it comes to the meme wars. And I think it's great. I think it's great that it's just melting everybody's brains, all of the work you guys are doing. Yeah, but listen, I don't care who I don't care who Mike Johnson is. I don't care what he's done. I care about what he's going to do. And if he's going to do what needs to be done for America. Listen, I'm going to say this. Yes, make sure you're following uh, uh, C3P memes everywhere. He's got, he's got his website. He's got Instagram. He's got Twitter. He's got a Rumble channel, everything. Make sure you're following him everywhere. He's one of the best. He's always on almost every week, memes of the week on Friday nights. Just, just make sure. It's my rule for everyone to fuck all these people, okay? Until what are they going to do for us? But I will tell you this, because, of course, he was elected and people were unearthing some things that he said, which I get, you know, when George Floyd was first, uh, when he when he died of his overdose, he had made comments about, oh, he was murdered and blah, blah, blah. He he made some weird comments about other things. He does have one black son and one white son. There's another video out there talking about how his black son doesn't 
I guess, have as much privilege as his white son and all this shit. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, against funding Ukraine, however, Joe Biden is going to, I think it's a $106 billion package he's going to submit, uh, present to Congress. Supposedly, he is for single-issue voters of uh, uh, voting on single-issue bills. I'm hoping that they'll want them separated. There's not a member in Congress. There is not one member in Congress that is not going to fund Israel. Get that through your head. There is not one member of Congress, whether they're in the Freedom Caucus, whether they're America First, it does not matter. Every single one will give aid and support to Israel, whether you agree with it or not, whether you want to scream and kick and flail your feet about the Jews and the Zionists and all that shit, or it, it doesn't fucking matter. They're going to do it. Ukraine's another story. I, I'm, I'm hoping that the gravy train is over and that Congress takes a stand that says we are, at least the Republicans, enough Republicans to not let any more funding pass. But of course, I don't have any confidence in these assholes. You don't think, I have, I'm pretty sure Ukraine's going to end up with their $60 billion. Israel's not even asking for money. Israel is not even asking for money and they want to earmark 10, Joe Biden wants to earmark $10 billion for Israel, $60 billion for Ukraine, and $30 billion for Taiwan. Why are we giving Taiwan any money right now to prepare for the Chinese invasion? <clears throat> it's so stupid. Oh, good morning, Jonathan Allen. Yes, as always, get fucked. But yeah, Mike Johnson's got a big family. Seems very, you know, faith-driven, religious. And, you know, 22 days, they had 14 candidates. They finally have this guy. Uh, is it going to matter in the grand scheme of things? Is it going to matter? I don't know. It's only going to matter to me if he does certain. What's a Ukraine? If he does certain things. He says he shoves it up the uniparty's ass. I don't know if he's a uniparty guy. Trump seems to like him. Again, because he supported him. He spoke out against the 2020 election. But there are things for me I need to see. I need to see the January 6th tapes released. I need to see him leading the charge, getting other Republicans to speak out against the January 6th uh, cases and how the defendants are being treated and that they should be freed and that judges should be investigated and that Merrick Garland should be investigated. Alejandro Mayorkas should be investigated. He is in favor of pushing a, an impeachment for Joe Biden, which again, you've heard me say, I think is a complete waste of fucking time. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, we, we're attached to Israel no matter what anybody wants. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one is, you know, no one's walking away from Israel. It, it's, it's not happening. It's just not. Or whatever the real reasons are, um, it, it, it doesn't matter. But here, here's, a, here's President Trump. He walked out of court yesterday. And he congratulated Mike Johnson on his election as speaker. I just want to congratulate Mike Johnson 
is a tremendous leader and a tremendous man. Comes from a wonderful place, Louisiana. He is going to be. Uh, he's going to make us all proud. So at this time yesterday, nobody was thinking of Mike. And then we put out the word, and now he's the Speaker of the House. So I want to just uh, thank all of the supporters that I have, and I want to thank all of the supporters that Mike has. And again, he'll be a great speaker. I think you're going to be very proud of him. Thank you, everybody. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. I'm hoping he doesn't disappoint 45, and I hope he's going to do the right thing. I don't know if you can notice. Did you notice this video, Donald Trump? Let me get a clear picture. Here you go. Do you notice anything? He's not wearing the solid white shirt. He's wearing a striped shirt, you know, with the, <clears throat> the blue stripes. I have quite a few of those shirts. I love them. He looks good. I like that he's changing it up from the solid white. I like it. He used to change up a lot, and then he really stuck with the white shirt, either the red or the blue tie, and uh, the navy blazer, uh, the navy suit. This suit actually seems to be uh, a little lighter than usual as well, and uh, I like that he's changing it up again. He uh, even looks good when he was wearing the striped tie here and there. But anyway, sorry, I got a little into fashion for a second. I think, um, and or, or, you know, before the vote, Trump was sending out messages and he was urging other Republicans to back Johnson and telling everyone to get it done and get it done fast. It needs to happen. And I, I will agree that it needed to happen because I'm sorry, but it's like 12 monkeys trying to fuck a football with these idiots in Congress in the Republican conference between the uniparty members and then the few actual America first members of Congress that care. It's, um, I do not have any confidence that the party will not lose the majority in 2024. I just, it seems like they are fucking themselves at every turn. They're at each other's throats. There's, there's no unity. It's all fake and gay. It, it, it really is. I only come to this show for the fashion advice. You'll get the best fashion advice from Roger Stone. I'm actually going to talk to him. I was on the phone with him the other night, and uh, I'm going to reach out to him, which we're kind of working on something a little bit. And uh, I'm going to see if I get his ass up in the morning. And the guy doesn't sleep, so he's got to take naps sometimes. I mean, it's 6 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, he's either tweeting or text messaging. I'm going to see if we get him on for a little bit in the morning. And uh, he likes to talk fashion and, and stuff like that and get his take on maybe the, uh, the presidential... Uh, election and some other stuff. He loves talking about uh, JFK. He, you know, he wrote a book on it. But I'll see. Women worry about fashion. No, it's not necessarily true. So maybe, maybe you just sit there in overalls and fucking stained shirts all day. But, you know, if uh, you want to make a, uh, a point, depending on what you do, uh, fashion for men is important. Not, not uh, like faggot fashion. No, but you want you want to actually look good. You want to be wearing a suit that doesn't make you look like you're late for a court date and that you're actually there to uh to prove a point if you're on a mission. So in any case, he gets his suits. Um it's an Italian suit he always wears, and I forget the name of it, it slips me. 
he he I completely forget the name of it. It'll come to me. But the suits are about ten grand a pop. I'll 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 think of the Italian manufacturer that he uses. It'll come to me. But in any case, Mike Johnson. All right, we have a speaker. He made his opening speech. Of course, the there were the anti-Jews, whatever. Again, I don't care where you stand. I don't give a shit. It's all stupid anyway. But they were all crazy about how in his opening statement he said that one of the first things, first resolutions is supporting Israel and what's going on. You knew that was going to happen. That is not old news. That shouldn't be a surprise, people. Oh, my God, he wants to support the Jews. Shut up. Just shut up. I want to know what he's going to do here. Is he going to release the January 6th tapes? Because all of the members that were running now all apparently confirmed, and Matt Gates said it, a few others, that they would release the January 6th tapes. I never heard it come out of this guy's mouth. I don't know. I, I'm just taking other people by their word, multiple people, that they all are agreeing to it. I hope it happens. I know Byron Donald said it. I want to hear what they have to say about the southern border. He did make mention of that in his opening speech as speaker. And I really, really, really want Joe Biden to get kicked in his old balls, whether it's the balls between his legs or the balls hanging from his fucking chin on this Ukraine funding. There it is. Brioni suits. There you go. That's it. Would you just Google that? That was I was talking about that the other day with somebody. They were asking about his suits, and I knew that. I knew that tailor and that that's that suit maker. Yes, Brioni suits. And uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Buck Fiden. Thank you. Yeah. So, hold on. Where am I here? So we'll see what happens with this guy. I mean, if he's shit, it really just takes another motion to vacate. I don't care if they vacate every fucking speaker until just somebody decides, let, let me let me get this right and figure out what the American people want. Because through this whole thing, whatever it was, 22 days, nobody cared what the American voter wanted. Nobody cared what the constituents wanted. The, the closed-door meetings to see who we can get the, the party to unite behind as a, as a speaker, and they failed at that, and then finally, and then you have members of Congress that were like, ah, I'm just tired of voting. I'm going to vote for Emmer, but then, oh, I'll vote for this guy now. Like, it, it's so, so stupid. It really is. <laughs> Buck is our fashion and Owen Schroyer correspondent. I saw a picture of him this morning. He was standing in front of the uh, of the prison. You saw the prison in the background on the prison buses, and he was eating. It looked like a Big Mac from uh, or something from McDonald's, and it was it was quoted last meal. <laughs> Owen Schroyer going to jail. Yeah, get in the Discord. Get in the Discord. <laughs> um. Well, I wouldn't expect you to know what what suit what suit manufacturer that Donald Trump uses. I would imagine that would be something you Googled. I didn't know it, and I couldn't think of the name. I was like, I know it's something with a B, but I don't know what the, what the hell it was. 
C, it's C3P. Maybe you're putting CP3 in. It's C3P memes. There you go. At C3P meme. Look that up on Rumble and on Twitter and on Instagram and every other place and then go follow him. He's got, there's the, there's the channel. Just click on the link and follow him. Make sure you do. All right. So again, let's see where, to, where this uh, new speaker takes us. They're all fucking hacks. All of them. I'm so tired of the, of, of the, of the supporting and the, the just fawning over false prophets. Just, they're all just bullshit. They're, they're bullshit. They're fucking servants. That's what they are, and they should be treated as such. Every single one of them. I still won't give any of them any money anymore. I'm done. I don't care. I get, con- I get contacted for fundraisers constantly, constantly, constantly. I'm done. Show me something. Show me your fucking worth. The only one I'll, I'll contribute to right now, to be honest with you, the only one I'm willing to donate to his campaign is Corey Mills. It's the only one right now. And not even 100% definite that I would. I've had members of Congress that I give monthly donations, so I've canceled them all. I've canceled them all, and I've been canceling my subscriptions to these conservative media outlets to get their ad-free and, and extra content for $9 here, $8 there. I'm done with all of them, too. They can all go fuck their mothers. I could care less. They're all cunts. I'm dropping major, major inappropriate words before 9 o'clock in the morning, and I just don't care. I'm tired of them all. I'm tired of them. The, the grifting bullshit. Now you have people, uh, you that that asshole, that DeSantis, the DeSantard, Max Nardo. Who who is he? Is he? That's Brian Griffin, right? That's 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 the same guy, aren't they? The same guy. They proved that he was going after uh, Loomer this morning or last night about her, about Loomer going after Jenna Ellis and other people about the money that she Jenna Ellis raised, the two hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. Which now it's up to two hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. She keeps raising money. I thought it was shut down. It, it showed shut down. I guess it's open again. And he's saying, oh, hey, by the way, Jenna Ellis is uh, used all that money. That it, The $216,000 wasn't enough for her legal bills. That's interesting because there are actual fucking defense attorneys out there saying she popped a plea in two months. There's no way, unless that lawyer is a complete crook, that they burned through $216,000 in two months on legal fees. So I didn't get a reply back, but I t- retweeted and I replied back and I said, can you please, because it was, it was a blanket statement that the money she raised was not enough to cover her legal bills, that she still needs to raise money, even though she has a syndicated radio show and she's on Salem Media with her podcast, all monetized, all fucking monetized. And then I asked, do you have a copy of the retainer agreement and any subsequent invoices from the attorney showing that the amount billed exceeds the amount raised? Dad, I'll get a response. It was just an excuse to just go after Laura Loomer for pointing it out or whoever else pointed it out as just a piece of shit. That's what it is. 
I'll support this show before I send money to the clowns. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I, there's, I, I just, I'm done. I'm done with them all. Show me something. Earn my fucking money. How about that? Earn my money by doing things for America first. Then maybe I'll consider redonating, giving you money. I have members of Congress asking me to sponsor, which is going to cost me money, to sponsor cigar dinners for fundraising events through my cigar company. Yes, which means it's going to cost me money because they don't want to pay for the cigars. No, they want it all donated as a sponsor, and they're going to promote my business when all of these scumbags are going to come and sit around and eat steaks and smoke my cigars, and I get my logo on something. That's always how it works. I get these calls every, or emails, every single day. I'm not doing it for members of Congress. I'd rather do it for like the Police Officer Suicide Awareness Foundation, you know, the various ones of first responder foundations or, or, or a really great nonprofit. No, no problem. I would do it no problem. Not, not, I'm not doing it for any of these gutless members of Congress. Oh, Laura Ann with the fucking truth bomb of the morning. I love it. Jebba Ellis is a cunt. I love that word. I love that word. I love when women use that word. I think it's great. Oh, there's Star Walker and Scaramooch. Scaramooch, are you Italian? Yeah, raise money for the January 6th legal fund. Or listen, you can also donate right here in the Rumble chat because all the money that goes in the Rumble chat goes towards the January 6th kids Christmas fund for the gift cards. So we have quite a bit of money in there. And we're doing it till Thanksgiving. And then that money will give, be given to the Patriot Freedom Project. Actually, I'm sorry. Scratch that. I will be getting the gift cards, the Amazon gift cards. So that's what they want. $25 domin uh, denominations. And then be I will be giving them to the Patriot Freedom Project. And they will be dispersing it to the January 6th kids who have uh, family members, uh, parents incarcerated and things like that. Yep. Yep, I love it. Or Ann with the C, dropping the C-bomb. See, up, oh, Justine, it is a way to wake up. This is a great way to wake up. My ugly face, my annoying voice, saying cunt at least once every morning. I'm pretty sure I say it at least once. I'm locked from sending posts today. I mean, you're locked. It doesn't allow you to send posts? How, how is that even possible? Well, that, but that doesn't matter. You don't have a... Yeah. Just share the fucking link. That's what you're here for. Do it. Anyway, Italian from the Bronx, now in South Carolina. The boogie down. I worked at a Lincoln hospital for a brief, a brief period. I, um, yeah, I want to, that's where I want to go, South Carolina. I'm looking in Somerville. I'm looking in Marl's Inlet. Um, I just looked at a house recently in a really small town. What the fuck was it called? St. Andrews? St. George? St. Saying something, four acres of property, and it was a 4,000 square foot house. The property and house was ridiculous. It was like under $600,000. But the town was too small, it was too far inland, and it was like, it was a really small town. But not that it really matters. I, I kind of want a little activity though. And in any case, all right. 
up next. So Donald Trump, which the video we just saw, his New York trial is still going on. And this Epstein client lookalike judge, look at this guy. Look at this. Everyone's in South Carolina. North Charleston. My buddy is uh, who I grew up with. He moved years ago. I should have moved when he moved. He moved to Mount Pleasant and became a Mount Pleasant firefighter. And now he's a captain in the North Charleston Fire Department. Uh, Charleston, North Charleston, it's beautiful there. Like cobblestone streets and all that shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, this judge, look at this guy. Look at the fucking mug on this guy. I, I, I don't even know what to make of him. It's like someone just snapped this picture like, oh, hey, look over here and take this picture, you fucking pedophile-looking piece of garbage. I, I don't even, this picture says it all. Says it all. It's wild. Judge Angeron, the corrupt judge in the Trump case, puts Trump on witness stand yesterday and fines him $10,000 for violating the gag order, then warns don't do it again or it'll be worse. He fined him once for 5000 then yesterday, apparently, there was something that was said outside the courtroom that he wanted clarification with when he was talking about Michael Cohen and the judge thought he was talking about his law clerk, which he, I think he pleasures himself thinking about the judge, and, and then fines Trump $10,000. Um, I would, my advice to Donald Trump, my professional non-legal advice would be to tell this judge to fuck off and violate every single chance he gets and call this guy's bluff. It's a civil trial. Go ahead. Hold me in contempt. You're not going to jail Donald Trump in a New York City civil case. You're not going to do it. Your, your attempts will fail. Keep fine. So 5000 10000 What's the next fine? 20000 Fun coupons. There you go. Donald Trump should walk in with a handful of $100 bills and just throw it in the courtroom and say, fuck you, jail me. I'm imagining he would fundraise big off that. That should be a shirt. Donald Trump's mugshot. Hey, anyone on the Trump campaign that might be watching, I'll, maybe I'll text a few of you later. The mugshot or just a picture of him in, in the New York City courtroom sitting at the de defense table and have the slogan, have the caption, fuck you, jail me. I like it. Skeletor was better looking. Put him on the Megan's Law website. This guy, I don't know. I haven't seen any, unless I missed it. I wonder, C3P, I wonder if, um, is there any memes of this guy? around i'm trying to think i haven't seen any i'm pretty on top of all the memes and i have not seen a meme of this guy unless i missed one he reminds me of that of the the poltergeist priest like a cross between the poltergeist priest and i don't even know i this guy's fucked anyway 
Far left judge Angeron put Trump on the witness stand after he blasted the former president and accused him of violating the gag order with his remarks to the press. He also fined Trump $10,000. Fun coupons. Here you go. This is what Trump should be doing. Here you go. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't seen any memes of him either. Uh, you should fix that, C3P memes. I mean, it's early in the day, and tomorrow's free, uh, Freedom Friday, and we're going to do memes of the week. I mean, if you come up with a good Judge Angeron meme, you should DM it to me, and uh, we, should, we should get that shit on memes of the week. I haven't seen anything with this guy. I just picture him sitting on a lawn chair at Epstein Island. That's what he looks like. Ugh. He, he rules on emotions. He did say that. I can change a jury verdict based off my emotions. Radical Marxist, New York Attorney General, Letitia James, who ran on going after Donald Trump. She's a horrible, horrible, vile, racist woman. She's seeking $250 million in damages when there is absolutely no victim in this fraud case. None. None of the insurers, none of the financial institutions, none of the banking institutions, none of them have claimed that Donald Trump defrauded them or attempted to defraud them. As a matter of fact, all loans were paid in full with interest. They made money. None of them. There's zero complainants in this case other than this fat, vile, twat, racist Letitia James wanting to get Trump and make a name for herself because she wants to be governor of New York. That's the next step from attorney general. They, the party did not allow her to do it this time because Kathy Hochul, she pulled so well and she didn't even want to be governor that they made Kathy Hochul run for governor because of her stance on lockdowns and COVID because she's a cunt. She wants to be governor. So when this is all said and done, and she took down the big bad orange man in her eyes and every sick progressive liberal New Yorker's eyes. She'll run for governor and she'll fundraise off of this and she'll win. That's fucked up. But that's New York. No victim of fraud in the case. And she's also seeking to ban Trump and his sons from operating any business in New York for at least. No, I think for good, and they can't do any property deals in New York or can't buy any property for five years, something along those lines. Donald Trump spoke with the press during the mid-morning break. He criticized Michael Cohen as a discredited witness and called Arthur Engeron a partisan judge. Where's the lie? He's a felon, convicted felon for lying, went to jail for lying, and this is their only witness, Trump said to reporters. When you think about it, it's pretty amazing. Trump defended his net worth and his empire's assets. The financial statements that we use are very conservative. The former president added, in addition to that, we have a disclaimer, which is go out and do your own due diligence. Don't necessarily believe what you read. In fact, don't believe what you read. And here are the financials. You can look at them. You can do whatever you want with it. But do not do anything in terms of considering them without analysis or due diligence. Again, property appraisers, I'm familiar with them. I do work with them occasionally. Just because you say your property is worth a certain amount doesn't mean the property appraiser is going to take that as gospel because they're not. They're going to do their own appraisal and their own due diligence. And 99.9% .9 of the time, the appraiser is going to come with a lower number 
than what you're saying your property is worth because it's your property. Usually something you're proud of. You might have put work into it. It's worth a half a million dollars. It's like worth 380. Sorry. So here's Donald Trump with some remarks. This was on, this was yesterday uh, when he came out of the courtroom. She has her eye on the governorship, and she will use this to try again to fundraise and run for governor of the state of New York. 100%. I like that gig order. <laughs> Need a gig on this type shirt. I love it. Gig on this. Have Donald Trump on the, on the front of the shirt grabbing his crotch. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, though. I, I am 
I do not want to sell, like if we did a merch store, which me and James Curry, my co-host for Tuesdays and Fridays are talking about, I don't want to sell Trump merchandise. I refuse to succumb to the Trump grifting off of his name to sell a shirt. I tell people, if you want a Don, if you want Donald Trump merch, go to the campaign website and buy it. I, I got my um, mugshot shirts from there. I bought them for people. All of these fucking conservative influencers who will have all of these various types of Trump merch. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to do that. You want Trump merch, go to the Trump store. I mean, it's cool. You can make cool shirts out of it, but like, I have great shirt ideas, but I, I don't want to sell them because I don't want, I am not going to become what I break balls about. The people that are, that are grifting and monetizing off of Donald Trump's name, mugshot, photograph, persona, whatever it is. I, I just, I don't want to make money that way. It's just me. It is what it is. They got great ideas, great shirt ideas. I'm, I'm for every single one of them. But anyway, so yeah, $10,000 because this, yeah, let's go back to the article. Uh, I stated it last time that any future violations would be, be severely punished. Why should there not be severe sanctions for this blatant, dangerous disobeying of a court order? It's so dangerous. Oh, my God. Engeron said, this is according to NBC News, Trump's lawyer told the judge he asked Trump about his remarks. Trump told him he was referring to Michael Cohen. Language sometimes is not clear, but this is clear to me, he said, adding he'd take the matter under advisement, meaning the judge. Judge Angeron put Trump on the witness stand and asked him about his remarks to reporters. He asked Trump if he was referring to Cohen during his remarks. Trump said yes. President Trump was clearly referring to Michael Cohen, but the far-left judge wasn't buying it and fined Trump $10,000. And then the judge goes and says this weird fucking statement. First of all, my principal law clerk is very close to me. You and I can see each other, and we are close, but not as close. And there's a barrier between us. So wouldn't that be, at best, somewhat ambiguous as to whom you were referring, Judge Angeron said. This guy's a fucking weirdo. You know, remember, he makes judgments on his emotions. Yeah. He, again, last Friday... He fines Donald Trump $5,000 for violating his gag order. And this week it was $10,000. And I, I don't know, Donald Trump doesn't seem to give a shit. But what he did care about, listen, Michael Cohen is a proven convicted liar. Lied to a judge. And they, based off the lies that he told... Because literally, Michael Cohen is the is Letitia James's main witness, and he's a proven liar, convicted felon, if I'm not mistaken. Trump walks out of the courtroom early as Judge Angeron refuses to dismiss trial after Michael Cohen admits in court Trump never ordered him to inflate assets. President Trump abruptly walked out of the Manhattan courtroom early on Wednesday afternoon after Michael Cohen admitted in court Trump never ordered him 
or Trump org CFO Alan Weiselberg to inflate his assets. Trump was in court again on Wednesday in Letitia James's Soviet-style fraud trial. So this is the video of him coming out of court early. He just walked out. It's like, fuck you people. I don't blame him. The judge could end the trial. Michael Cohen just blatantly said in court that he was not told to inflate assets. And they were catching him in lies, admitting that he was he lied under cross-examination and direct questioning. And this is literally Michael Cohen. This is, we're talking about convicted felon Michael Cohen, who openly to the press admits to lying to a judge. And this is the guy, this is Letitia James's star witness. You're going to tell me that this case, like the election, isn't rigged against the big bad orange man. Listen to this jerk off. Thank you, everyone. Let me be very clear about something. When I lied to Judge Pauly, something that defense counsel thought was going to be the gotcha moment. It's not a gotcha moment. It just proves you're a liar. Thank you, everyone. Let me be very clear about something. When I lied. When I lied. To Judge Pauly. To a judge. You, you lied under oath. You perjured yourself. How can you be a credible witness anywhere in any case in your life? You can't. You're garbage. Letitia James is garbage. And Letitia James will make Donald Trump sound like the racist. Now, this is a great video that was put together by I Mean Therefore I Am. And this literally shows you the narrative that she's pushing and the reality. And this is unbelievable. Oh, stay warm. Ognick, OG Nick, OG Nick. I don't know how do you how do you want your name said. <clears throat> you have, what do you have to shovel snow? Where the hell are you? Are you in Montana? I heard Montana got a big snowstorm. Is that Montana? Is he gone already? Well, have a great day. Oh, shoveling snow. I'm not looking forward to that in New York. That's why this has to be my last winter. I got to get the hell out of here. I got to go to South Carolina. I need to. All right, check this out. The narrative that she's pushing now, being the big, prim, proper prosecutor, prosecuting Donald Trump for all of this horrific fraud that he's committing when there's no victim to what she's really about. Trump's comments were offensive. They were baseless. They were void of any facts and or any evidence. What they were were comments that unfortunately fomented violence. Give me a break. Comments that I would describe as race baiting. And comments, unfortunately, that appeals to the bottom of our humanity. Race baiting. To stand up to an administration which is too male, too pale, and too stale. Too male, too pale, too pale. Too pale, too pale. Too male, too pale. Who's the racist? Too male, 
Look at the white woman behind her. Are you kidding me? Too male, too pale, and too stale. She's got the apologetic white women apologizing for being white behind her. (laughs) Yeah, big time Trump derangement syndrome. Are you kidding me? Too pale. You're too white. But she's worried about the dangerous race-baiting comments. The dangerous race-baiting comments from the former president. She's a tremendous fucking racist. Tremendous. Tremendous. Hates white people. Hates white men. Hates Donald Trump. I'm going to be a pain in the ass. I'm going to sue Donald Trump. I'm going to get Donald Trump. So, so ridiculous. I don't know, sounds like a sexist racist to me. A little bit, a little bit. She's such a vile, vile, vile pig. But unfortunately, she appeals to people. You know who she appeals to? She appeals to white liberals. Blacks think she's a fucking clown. She appeals. If you go and you look at all of her campaign videos and she's making all these stupid videos, she's surrounded by white liberals. It's not surrounded by blacks. This goes to show again, like we had said yesterday, how the blacks they that are being exploited by white liberals, a lot of them are waking up. The white liberals are what's destroying black communities. But they'll jump on the bandwagon and literally... Blame white people. It's crazy. It, it, it's wild. Anyway, this whole, this whole case, all of the cases, all of the Trump cases by design, they're going after him. They're not going to stop. They want this guy dead. They want Donald Trump poor and dead in jail. Poor, in jail, dead in that order. That's what they want because they're terrified of what he's going to do in the White House. Let's take a little break and let's check out the best cigar company in America. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars. But when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars. A premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish and smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. 
Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code MAGA, 25% off. Free shipping on orders. Over 100 bucks. Holidays are coming. Get your orders in. Gift cards, merch. We got everything. Actually going to be releasing some uh, newer new cigars very, very soon. So definitely get over to MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code MAGA. 25% off. <clears throat> yes, the documentary Police State, Dinesh D'Souza. You saw it last night. I think everyone should see it. I will be seeing it, I think, over... I'm probably going to see it over the weekend, I think. Um, I have to see. I think I have the link for it. I hate shoveling snow, too. It sucks. It sucks. It all sucks. White college-educated liberals. That's the downfall of America. White. White college-educated liberals. That is the downfall of America. There's no doubt about it. Speaking of white... Educated liberals, is the switch near what we've all been speaking about? California governor, let me repeat that. The California governor, Gavin Newsom, has a surprise meeting with the biggest communist in the world, the China president, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I don't really give a shit. Why is the governor of California going to China to meet with the Chinese communist president? It can only really mean one thing, that this is a, some sort of a shadow campaign, like when Ron DeSantis was running around in his book tour, shadow campaigning for president until he officially announced. Why is this guy in China? What business does the... California governor have in China other than garnering support from certain people because he's going to announce that he's going to be running for president, either against Joe Biden or at the end of his, at, they segue him out at the end of his term where he announced he's not going to be running and Gavin Newsom will be running in his place. Why the surprise meeting? Gavin Newsom had a surprise meeting with China president on Wednesday. Newsom and Ping met in Beijing to discuss the nurses, the nurses topics. But the main focus was on the climate and China's exports of fentanyl. Oh, after the meeting concluded, Newsom told a group of reporters that his discussion about fentanyl with Xi were remarkably positive. He continued, the president was rather explicit about the desire to be even more specific in terms of what is needed, in terms of calling out and identifying where these chemicals are going. He has a little video of, yeah, so, so they're talking about climate change and fentanyl. And this, this I, I'm sorry, no love for the Chinese CCP, but this guy's got to be looking at Gavin Newsom like, what can I? What can I use this guy for? Here's the meeting. He doesn't give a shit. 
He won't even look at him. Look. He says hello to him. He's like, all right, come over here. Look, like he couldn't be bothered. Hold on a second. Just, just watch him walking up. Oh, of course, this is going to do this to me now, right? Of course it is. Hold on. Hold on a second. Just, just watch this. Wow, really wants to screw with me. Hold on. All right, he smiles. And then that's it. Like, I'm, I'm going to take a picture. I'm not going to make eye contact with you again. I couldn't be bothered. Who's this guy? All right, let me say hello to him. This is just weird. Why? I miss the Trump handshakes, too. That fucker just signed the property title of California to CCP China. Yeah, here you go. You can have it. You can have it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I bet you it's more. I learned yesterday China owns 3,000 acres of farmland in Kami, California. California. I bet you it's more. They own farmland everywhere. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the only governor in the state right now. She just announced, I, we talked about that last week in Arkansas, where she is forcing a China uh, military-connected uh, company uh, some uh, about seed uh, research to liquidate their, give up their, their farmland and their shares and their investments in it. Like, they signed a law that the Chinese can't buy farmland any longer in the state of Arkansas, whether that's going to be fought and a judge is going to rule uh, not in favor of that on appeal, who knows? But yeah, Governor Gavin Newsom had a surprise meeting with China's leader, Ping, in Beijing, and uh, climate change and fentanyl exportation? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm hearing expectation, as you suggest, of turning the page of renewing our friendship and re-engaging on foundational and fundamental issues that will determine our collective faith in the future, Newsom said in, a, in brief opening remarks. This is, I'm going to be running for president. You ready? I'm going to be running for president of the United States. You own farmland and have other interests in my state. I need your help and your support, and we have to figure out a way to do it because it will benefit you and your interest in the United States, and it will, be, it will benefit me because I will be in the White House with ultimate control and power. How much money do you think is going to be transferred into some sort of shell company or some other nonprofit or something that Gavin Newsom or his wife have control over? What do you think? What do you think? And they're going to do it right in the open, and they're going to tell you, and they're going to tell me, and they're going to tell Republicans, <clears throat> they're going to tell the DOJ and everybody else who looks at it, Fuck you, we're in charge. Gavin Newsom is going to be on the presidential ticket, whether it's, I think it's 2024. Again, the DNC convention is not until August. I think it's going to be Gavin Newsom, 
possibly Michelle Obama on the ticket as VP, or it's going to be Newsom and some other retard. Newsom's on there somewhere. Is it going to be Newsom Obama or Obama Newsom? I don't think Obama's running. Big Mike's not running for president. I, I don't. I don't believe it. I think it's going to be Newsom, and either he's going to have a backup of the black tranny Big Mike Obama or somebody else. Definitely the support. Maybe she'll run the campaign. I I don't think Big Mike will be on the ballot as on the ticket as the president. I think Newsom will be. I I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I don't think Big Mike it will, will be on the ticket as president. I think it'll be Newsom. I don't think the governor of California and Gavin Newsom and his vanity is going to want to run second tier to Big Mike Obama. I'll bet you a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'll bet you a hundred bucks, Buck Fiden. A hundred dollars. One hundred. A hundo. I will bet. I don't know. There's so much fuckery going on, and they just don't care who knows about it. Just like this. Here. I got a few other stories I want to get through. I got some, some literal societal decay stories that I want to get into. A little culture war shit. But a uh, few other things. We're going to go for a little while. Accepted. Something tells me it's Big Mike. Or maybe. We'll see. Ping will vote for Newsom for president 500,000 times. A minimum 500,000 times. I mean, they don't care anymore. There you go. Senator Grassley. FBI received criminal information from over 40 confidential sources on Biden family. FBI Washington field office shut down the reporting. You don't say. You don't say. And of course, it's 40 confidential sources. They'll never get these sources unless they get some whistleblower to leak them. On Wednesday, Senator Chuck Grassley revealed that the FBI received criminal information from over 40 confidential human sources on Joe Hunter and James Biden. Joe Hunter and James Biden, dating back to Joe Biden's time as vice president. Hmm. According to Grassley's letter, which was obtained by Fox News, the task force in the Washington field office shut down the reporting from the sources, which eventually halted investigative activity. Nah, we're not going to look into this. We're getting, we're getting too close to the sun here, boys. Based on the information provided to my office over a period of years by multiple credible whistleblowers, there appears to be an effort within the Justice Department and FBI to shut down investigative activity relating to the Biden family. Grassley wrote this in a letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Meritless Garland and FBI Director Christopher Wray. Such decisions point to significant political bias infecting the decision making of not only the attorney general and FBI director, but also line agents and prosecutors. Grassley wrote, our republic cannot survive such a political infection, and you have an obligation to this country to clear the air. They don't have an obligation to anybody. They are the rulers. They are the rulers. And if you get too close, they will come after you. The FBI maintained more than 40 
confidential human sources on various criminal matters related to the Biden family, including Joe Biden, dating back to his time as vice president, according to information obtained by Senator Chuck Grassley. The confidential human sources provided criminal information to the FBI relating to Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden. Those confidential human sources were managed by multiple FBI field offices across the nation, including the FBI's Seattle field office. You have three names right there, and you have all of these things to be investigated that could possibly lead to criminal charges. Maybe even, dare I say, RICO charges. Sound familiar? But these could actually be substantiated RICO charges. And treason. But Grassley learned that the FBI task force within the Washington field office sought to, and in some cases successfully, shut down reporting and information from those sources by falsely discrediting the information as foreign disinformation. It's foreign disinformation. Just like like the laptop was Russia disinformation, right? The Russian hoax. They convicted people based off the Russia hoax. That activity, saying that it was the information was foreign disinformation, caused investigative activity to cease. That's all they needed to cease the investigative activity was to basically say and convince people that this was foreign disinformation used to discredit Joe Biden as vice president and the Biden family. But what about all the money? However, despite those efforts by the FBI task force, Grassley said in at least one instance, a confidential human source and its information had been vetted by multiple U.S. attorney's offices, which found no hits to known sources of Russian disinformation. Over the summer, Grassley released an FBI document showing Joe Biden was involved in a $10 million bribery scheme with Burisma, the CEO, Mykola Zlovesky. The FD-1023 form alleged then-Vice President Joe Biden forced Zlovesky, a Ukrainian oligarch, to pay himself and his son Hunter Biden a total of $10 million. According to the document, Biden's bribery arrangement was described as Polichili, which is Russian crime slang for being forced to cohort or coerced to pay for the FD-1023. According to the FBI's confidential human source, executives for Burisma, a Ukrainian gas company, brought Hunter Biden on the board to protect us through his dad from all kinds of problems. That was a quote at the time. Burisma was seeking to do business in the United States, but was facing a corruption investigation in Ukraine led by then Ukraine Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin. Regarding that investigation's impact on its ambitions in North America, Burisma CEO Mykola Zlovesky reportedly said, don't worry, Hunter will take care of all of those issues through his dad. Zavesky reportedly stated that he had to pay $5 million to Hunter Biden and $5 million to Joe Biden, an arrangement he described as this polichili, which is Russian crime slang, again, for being forced or coerced to, coerced to pay, according to the document. Also, according to the document, Zavesky claims to have text messages and recordings that show he was forced to pay the Bidens to ensure Ukrainian pl- prosecutor General Viktor Shokin was fired. There's Viktor Shokin. And remember, remember the video that does not want to play because everything sucks? Here. 
Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our- The famous crime on video. Providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours." If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Someone who was solid, who would play ball and go with the corruption. If he's not fired, you're not getting the billion dollars. This video is everywhere. No one wants to acknowledge that this is bribery in public. This just, I mean, this alone should make people just lose complete hope in our justice system, in our federal agencies, federal investigation agencies, government itself. Like, are you kidding? This video alone. Ugh. Millions of times it's been, it's been played. Back in 2020, the Biden investigation was done. This shit was out there. Yeah, what happened with this investigation? Well, there you go. There you go. This is what happened to the investigation. 40, 40 confidential informants. It was, it was squashed as foreign disinformation. Yeah, do the crime, blame the Republicans. Yep. The day the video came out. Then after, then after a day, it was buried and they accused of Trump exactly of what Biden admitted to, 100%, multiple occasions. It's amazing how much Trump was able to do with his hands tied behind his back. People want to yell about that he did what he didn't do, but look at the circumstances. He did a damn good job with what he could. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. For someone that wasn't in politics and didn't know how it works and he just came in and with his dick swinging and did what he did, absolutely. It's fucked up, people. It is fucked up. All right, we got a couple other little things that are kind of just, you know, sick in society. We'll take a rest on government for a second, but you know, it's 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 all the same. So the UFC, which listen, I, I'm not the UFC fights. All right, they're cool. Everybody's into the Ultimate Fighting and all this shit. And Donald Trump's a big fan of it. And um, you know, the CEO there, Dana White, good friends with with uh, Donald Trump. But which, by the way, this story, literally, uniparty Republicans who hate Donald Trump and Democrats, this, this is all Donald Trump's fault, by the way, the, because he's friends with the owner of the UFC. So that must mean that Trump has some sort of authority over him in the business decisions he makes, Dana White, of the UFC, which is such bullshit. But again, it's it's good for political optics for them. So they think the DeSantards especially the DeSantards. Anyway, Bud Light becomes official beer of UFC after inking a record sponsorship deal. 
So Bud Light, who loves the gays, who loves the trannies, who loves Dylan Mulvaney, this is something. They got rid of that whole marketing team, the whole Dylan Digvaney thing. Dylan Dickvaney. It's not Dylan Mulvaney. It's Dylan Digvaney. Because he has a dick, and he's a man. He's not a tranny. He's a male actor that thought he would make do anything possible to make millions of dollars and become famous. So he became Dylan Digvaney. Not even taking hormones, by the way. Look at the guy. He's not. He's not taking hormones. He's he's just a character. Had facial weird reconstruction that's easily reversible, and didn't take the time to have the laser treatment so that the hair doesn't fucking grow back. Give me a give me a blood. Give me a fucking break. Anyway, so what did they do? Their failing business. They struck a deal with the UFC. I mean, I'm again. I'm not a fan of the UFC, never was, don't care. Not that I'm not a fan, I just don't care enough about it. Donald Trump is friends with Dana White, so of course the DeSantards are using that. Look, Donald Trump's friend made a deal with Bud Light. It's all Donald Trump's fault. He must have something to do with it. These fucking morons. And <laughs> and has your Bush? Oh, good. How's your dick? Has just linked, inked, I'm sorry, a massive sponsorship deal with the UFC that makes Bud Light the official beer of the fighting promotion. Will this hurt or help UFC? Will people boycott UFC like they boycotted Bud Light? No, doubtful. Just like the NFL didn't really get hurt when, you know, they all took a knee. It's all fucking corrupt and bullshit. Massive sponsorship deal. The official beer... ESPN insiders are being told it's the biggest sponsorship deal in the UFC's 29-year history. UFC CEO Dana White said, I'm proud to announce we are back in business together. There are many reasons why I chose to go, Dan Hazier Bush and Bud Light, most importantly because I feel we are very aligned when it comes to our core values and what the UFC brand stands for now. I will say this, Bud Light is an off-brand owned by Bush and has your, and has a Bush, however you want to say it, right? So obviously that's who he made the deal with. They own a lot of beer brands. Now, obviously it doesn't seem like this is just a, a, sponsorship deal with only Bud Light, but it's just, I don't get the whole statement with we are very aligned when it comes to our core values. What does that mean? The sponsorship comes as Bud Light volumes were down 30% year over year for four weeks ending on October 7th. UFC partners with Bud Light as in Battle Beer tries to fight off the Dylan Digvaney backlash. I don't know. What do you think about this? It's just, it's weird. It's, it's, it's weird. I, I don't know. His only, I like that, Joe Biden. His only crime is being a good father. <laughs> he, just, he just confessed to bribery and corruption in a press conference. It's crazy, right? The UFC has signed a new partnership 
that makes Bud Light once again the official beer of the promotion. Officials told ESPN on Tuesday. Sources told ESPN that it's the biggest sponsorship deal in UFC history. Terms were not disclosed. I'm, I'm curious how much, how much the contract is for. The multi-year contract, which begins January 1st, 2024, comes on the heels of the UFC merging with WWE under parent company Endeavor to form the new publicly traded company TKO last month. I didn't know that. UFC and Anheuser-Busch have been partners for many years until 2017 when the UFC signed with Modelo. Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light were UFC's original beer sponsors more than 15 years ago. UFC CEO Dana White said in a statement, I'm proud to announce we're back in business together. Again, the whole core values bullshit. Looking forward to all the incredible things we will do in the years ahead. White statement claiming the UFC has the same values as Bud Light is quite bizarre considering many UFC fighters were very adamant in calling out Bud Light after the beer brand used trans activist Dylan Digvaney in a marketing campaign. Uh, it's just disappointing. The majority of UFC fans are not happy with the new brand deal and are calling out Dana White for selling out. The deal was reportedly well over $100 million, but the terms of the contract have yet to be released to the public. So over $100 million. Listen, it's amazing what people will do for the right amount of money. And apparently, you know, the 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 Bush company, the conglomerate, came up with it and said, hey, multi-year deal, hundred, maybe more than $100 million. <sighs> Most of the fighters are big Trump fans. And apparently a lot of the fans, and I'd imagine a lot of the fighters, but they'll never come out and say it, because they know where their, their bread is buttered that they don't like this deal. You know, I, yeah, I don't know how the UFC fighter sponsorships were, uh, work. This is the UFC sponsorship. I, I, I would imagine that the fighters also have their own sponsorship. I'm not sure. Although I don't, I don't drink any of that shit anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. I just, yeah, money talks and bullshit walks, 100%. It's always about money. Money talks and bullshit walks no matter what. No matter what. There are people that ultimately care and want to help a, 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 a brand or a band, a brand grow or something to succeed or just help something. And then there are other people, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. Sponsorships are cool. I get it. It's just... Think of your fan base, and I, I don't think the you. It's going to be interesting to see what happens after this takes place and they start promoting, of the, of if they're going to see a big backlash, and uh, if it's going to be enough to say, you know, this sponsorship deal wasn't a good idea. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be wild, but that they're all going to blame Donald Trump for for you know political theater because he's friends with Dana White and he's a big fan of UFC and goes to UFC fights. You know, like it's Donald Trump's fault that this moron and this is Dana White I never liked anyway. I think he's a pompous narcissistic fuck. I just never liked him ever. Even before I knew he was even friendly with Donald Trump. And just because someone's friendly with Donald Trump doesn't mean you have to fucking like them. You know, be your own be your own person. Uh does 
is Dana White, because it, it seems that there are multiple companies here and there's a parent company. How much of this does Dana White have control over? So many moving parts. It's now a publicly traded company. Of course, people are going to call for a boycott. Is it going to be enough? Eh, it's got to be a pretty big fucking boycott to go against the money machine of UFC and its parent company of the marketing that they do. I don't know. People still like the fights and they'll still go to the fights because of just like people. Listen, I know hardcore conservatives that are tremendous football fans that still give their money to the NFL and the teams. Like, you know, hey, back from, you know, I can't breathe, Black Lives Matter, mandating COVID vaccines, kneeling to the American flag, but they all still do it because they're in this like, well, it's entertainment and I've always loved it. And I grew up around America's pastime, football, baseball, whatever the fuck it is. And they, they're drawn to it and they have to do it. Whatever. I, I, I was never a sports guy. I'm so happy that I was never a sport. I was, I was into hockey for a while and then I just, whatever. Yeah, of course, Bud Light is trying to make us forget what they did. And you should never, ever forget that they literally hired a man actor to dress as a woman that dresses as a woman and will do anything for fame, gave this piece of shit a sponsorship, Dylan Digvaney, that promoted to the average age of 16 years old. No, you should never forget what shitty company Bud Light is. And how's your bush? <laughs> I love saying it like that. And how's your bush? Fine. How's your dick? <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked up. I don't care. So more societal decay. You have Bud Light now that's going to be sponsoring the UFC, which is a disappointment, especially to those that love the UFC. But here's some more sick decay in our society. And I know this has happened in the past to some school districts, but here you go. Look, school district bans Halloween to promote. Yes, you've seen it. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, the old DEI strikes again, where kids can't celebrate Halloween. I don't give a fuck what you think about Halloween. Oh, it's pagan and blah, 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 I'm a Christian. There you go. The kids like to dress up for Halloween, so shut the fuck up, okay? Enough with the Bible thumping for a second with Halloween and the pagans and all that, because you should. then that's Christmas too. Just stop with that fucking path. Kids like to dress up for Halloween. And this school district, because of diversity, equity, and inclusion, because there are sick white liberal parents raising and breeding white liberal kids to be pink-haired dredges and stupid fucks of society, feel that it could be offensive. The superintendent of a New Jersey school district banned official school-wide Halloween celebrations under the guise of diversity, equity, and inclusion, claiming the festivities may offend people from various cultural and religious backgrounds. Who are you offending? Force them into the diversity, equity, and inclusion of kids wanting to celebrate Halloween, go trick-or-treating, and dress up as a skeleton, a witch, a princess, a devil, an angel, uh, whatever the fuck it is. You're all okay with bringing kids to fucking drag shows where men are dressing up as women with fake dicks hanging out of their pants and fake tits, but you, you will not allow them to dress up 
as their favorite fucking cartoon character or superhero in school? Are, are we are we completely what? What? Take them to a drag show. That's fine. Watch them. Let them watch men dressed as women give men lap dances in public at public places. Oh, we can't we can't let them dress up as fucking Superman, Spider-Man, and fucking Princess, whatever the fuck, in school because it's good. It, it is going to offend people from various cultural and religious backgrounds. And we have to roll with the DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. We have to ban Halloween. In lieu of, we'll have a drag show fucking story time as an assembly. And everyone can watch this 40-year-old man in yoga pants with a baby's arm holding an apple between his legs while they're view is at their crotch as they're sitting Indian style in front of this fucking freak that the school paid to come in and read dressed up as a woman. Wow. You know, the, the, the drag show didn't even fucking click in my head as I'm reading this story. Cause I saw this, Oh, let's talk about this and the sickness of the schools. And then it's, it's, it's like all coming full circle. Drag queens and trannies are okay. Little Harry can walk into this fucking school and go to the school nurse and say, I want to be a little Sally and I want to cut off my dick, but I don't want to tell my parents that I want to cut off my dick. I want to replace my pole for a hole. Maybe get a bonus hole out of it, but don't tell mommy and daddy. I know I'm only 10. I'm going to bring a change of clothes to school that I can change into every day. And all of my teachers are going to call me Sally, even though I was born as Harry. But when it comes down to Halloween, I can't dress up as a fireman because I might offend somebody. What in the actual fuck are we talking about right now? Families of students in the South Orange and Maplewood School District revealed received a letter on October 6th from Dr. Ronald G. Taylor, the superintendent of South Orange and Maple School District asking parents to reflect upon how school-sponsored Halloween celebrations exacerbate inequity. What? Decisions regarding how Halloween should be observed have long been a difficult subject to tackle, Taylor explains. As you know... South Orange Maplewood School District is committed to promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion meaningfully, not just saying the words, but also promoting an inclusive school. Our aim is to build a consistent approach across the district as to how our schools observe and celebrate holidays and special events, Taylor wrote. Each year, questions arise from families, students, and staff about what the school district's the school district will be doing regarding Halloween. The superintendent notified parents and schools Halloween celebrations are canceled and urged families to consider how the school's promotion of the holiday poses potential harm to students' dignity. They have to wear masks for two years. Yeah. 
but now they can't wear masks for Halloween. We encourage diversity, equity, and inclusion, and drag, drag show happy hours. Happy hours. Drag school. Drag queen story time, story hour. But we need to keep these kids safe because of the inequity that might ensue for them dressing up as Superman. Sorry. I'm sorry. They can come dressed up as, as the opposite sex and, and identify and demand that we call them the opposite sex. But I'm sorry, but we can't make these people feel uncomfortable. Is promoting school-sponsored Halloween activities creating indirect and unintentional financial hardships for students and families? Do school-sponsored Halloween activities violate the dignity of some of our students and families, either culturally or religiously, he wrote? Does the promotion of school-sponsored Halloween activities create tensions with the equity and access values of the school district? Ultimately, it was determined that I know this may make some uncomfortable and elicit some challenges across our community. However, in the end, I feel these recommendations align with the school district's commitment to building equity. Students in the school district are prohibited from wearing costumes during school hours at the schools, nor are they allowed to partake in Halloween-themed events during school hours. I know this may make some uncomfortable and elicit some challenges across our community, blah, 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 blah. The overwhelming response by principals across the schools and district supports canceling Halloween, according to the district's website. Creating equity typically warrants breaking tradition, notes Dr. Kevin Gilbert, assistant superintendent of access and equity. So they have actual an, assi an assistant superintendent of access and equity. All of us realize that this breaks with what the district has usually done, and that can be a difficult thing to do sometimes, Gilbert said often working to instill greater equity in our every single fucking person that's against this should keep their kid home from school on Halloween. Or I would actually, if there are enough of them, have my kid dress up and go into school. If they have 50 kids that want to dress up, I'd have them all dress up. Are you unbelievable? Can the kids say they identify as trans Superman and dress up anyways? That's what they should do. The equity. You can't tell our kids that they can't dress how they want to dress and identify how they want to identify. Little Bobby identifies as Superman. Little Jen identifies as fucking princess shit, whatever. I hate princesses. Princess Cupcake Fart. I don't know. Some stupid name. Everybody identifies whatever they're dressed as. And you can't, this is, this is diversity and inclusion and equity. These, how are the kids identify? Yes, he identifies as a firefighter. He identifies as an astronaut. That kid identifies as Barack Obama. He must be a retard. And that kid identifies as Donald Trump. That's how they identify. You can't, you can't say they don't. Wow. Ugh. This is unbelievable. Even the Democrat New Jersey governor, that piece of shit, Phil, Mur Phil Murphy, slammed the new policy and said, seriously, we can't let kids celebrate Halloween? Give me a break. That's what Governor Murphy tweeted out on Monday. Holy shit. <laughs> Princess Cupcake Fart t-shirts incoming. Hi. Who are you following? Well, I'm Princess Cupcake Fart. 
I don't even know what that means. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> They're op openly making someone comfortable so they can make some comfortable. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's fucking clown world. Kids should wear costumes every day. Fuck the establishment. I can't, I can't even believe it. I, the students in the school district are prohibited from wearing costumes during school hours at the schools, nor are they allowed to partake in Halloween-themed events during school hours. I would literally petition, I would get every parent on board to pull their kid out of school that day, the entire school, pull them out, and I would sponsor the biggest, like those trunker treats where you have all the cars in the parking lot with fucking more candy than your asshole can process for the kids and have a tremendous trick-or-treat events with huge signs, fucking haunting music on megaphones as close to the school as possible without being on their property so they know about it during school hours. And then tell them all to get fucked. That is what I would do. Could you imagine? All right, we're going long today. I know you're, you're all great for sticking around. I have... I have... Two more things, I think. I have two more things. Do you remember that story uh, a couple, few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, where the Vegas teens, those scumbags, stole the car, they hit somebody, they hit a car, and they ran over that retired police chief and ended up killing him on his bike? Do you remember that? I'm actually going to play the disturbing video. It's fucked up. And they and they 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 live they live streamed it they live streamed it they stole they stole a car they committed a hit and run on a, just some un, unsuspecting car that was driving by before hitting some random man on a bike for fun that they ended up killing who was a I think a newly retired police chief do you remember this video I go this is fucked up Ugh. come on man baby. This is fucked up. Like Grand Theft Auto in real life. Watch this. This is horrible. They just killed that guy. We got to get out of here. Broke out their window. Stole the vehicle. Could you imagine? I mean, what happens to people? I mean, did you think... Did we knocked them out. They didn't think they were going to kill them. Did they think this was a video game? I mean, seriously. So this was the guy that they hit. This was the guy. This was the fucking guy. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because these motherfuckers were in court. Vegas teams, teens who mowed down and murdered retired police chief on his bike laugh in court and flip off officer's family. These fucking pieces of shit that should be hanging from the fucking courthouse flagpole by their fucking throats. 
The Vegas teens who callously mowed down a biking retired police chief over the summer laughed in court on Tuesday and flipped off the deceased officer's family. As previously reported, Jesus Ayala, who just turned 18 and is facing murder charges after he fatally struck 64-year-old retired police chief Andreas Probst on October 4th, on August 14th, two teens allegedly stole a Hyundai, took the vehicle on a hit-and-run crime spree, and recorded it with a phone. According to 8 News Now, the Vegas teens who mowed down police chief stole three vehicles and tried to kill a second cyclist all in a two-hour time span. Here he is. This is Andreas Probst. He's retired police chief. I think newly retired. On August 29th, Las Vegas police detectives found the phone recording on social media and determined it was intentional. A video posted to social media shows the phone recording from inside the stolen car as Ayala, who was 17 at the time, intentionally commits a hit and run. Ayala shouts expletives out the window after he randomly hit a car. After the hit and run, Ayala and Keys saw a bicycle up, up ahead and went for it. Ayala intentionally swerved the car and hit the bicyclist. 64-year-old Andreas Probst was hit at a high speed and flew over the car. The impact broke the windshield, hit his ass, the team said, before Probst slammed into the windshield. <clears throat> Jesus Ayala sped off and left the crash scene. Probst was taken to a nearby hospital and was pronounced dead. And that was the video we just saw. The teens not only showed zero remorse after they murdered Probst, they disrespected the victim's family. They laughed in court, scowled at the victim's family, and flipped them off. Trial date has been set for the two teenagers accused of intentionally hitting and killing retired California police chief Andreas Probst. <clears throat> that date is almost a year from now, on September 16th, 2024. Despite the serious felony charges of 18-year-old Jesus Ayala and 16-year-old uh, Yasmir Keys, or however the fuck you say these scumbags' names, I'm not saying them anymore, the two were seen giggling, conversing, and even gesturing the middle finger at the Probst family in court on Tuesday. The two also seemingly covered their faces from the media with their right hands. The scene made wife and daughter Crystal and Taylor Probst livid. Daughter Taylor said the callous conduct was shocking. How can you sit there after taking a man's life and act like such an entitled prick, said Taylor Probst. They were sniggering, laughing, and trying to mad dog and intimidate us, which didn't work. The teens tried to cover their faces as they laughed in court Tuesday. Here's an actual quick video of them laughing in court, hiding their faces like fucking cowards. What did you see them doing? Um, they were flipping us off. They, they blurred out the bird. I would say about laughing. three or four different times. Look at them. They flipped us off, flipping each other off, joking around with each other, definitely not taking anything serious whatsoever. They just, they just don't care. Fucking savage animals. They should find their mothers and fathers and execute them for breeding such shit. I don't care. I don't care. And, and apparently when they were arrested and booked, they clicked, they, they, I heard a thing where they, uh, they clicked the, uh, uh, checked the box that they were white. Well, I mean, they're, they're not, they're not out on bail. They're in jail, but it's fucked up. They probably would have gotten away with it if they didn't, if they didn't post it. It is unbelievable. Yeah, they hit two people. Unbelievable. I'd love to know who the parents are of these fucks. Do they even know? Do they know who their daddy is? 
Maybe Father's Day is a really confusing holiday for them. It's fucked up. I don't care. Say what you want about me. Oh, what? I talk bad about them? There's whatever Spanish and black. You want to call me a racist? I don't give a fuck what color they are. They're savage beasts. One is a foster kid. There you go. Mother's probably a whore junkie somewhere on the Vegas Strip. Dad just pumped and dumped her. and Who knows where he is, right? <sighs> Worse than roaches. All right. Last, last story. I promise. I had a lot today. Breaking. The Democrat representative, Jamal Bowman. Remember, the guy who interrupted an official proceeding, proceeding to delay a vote went and hit the fire alarm in the Capitol and said, well, he was just trying to open a door. Well, he was criminally charged by D.C. Attorney General after pulling the fire alarm and shutting down Congress and not likely spared. He will be spared from the D.C. Gulag because he struck a deal. He was arrested for bullshit for pulling the fire alarm. He should be charged with interrupting an official proceeding and other things, just like the so-called insurrectionists who have been sitting in jail for years. And, and what does he get? Well, here, radical socialist Democrat Jamal Brown from New York found himself in hot water after pulling a fire alarm in the U.S. Capitol on September 30th and shutting down Congress because they had stopped, he was trying to stop a, a vote in, in, in a session. Bowman's actions were aimed at obstructing a crucial vote that would have kept the government operational, so he pulled the fire alarm. The man is a danger to the public, and here he is, right? The Capitol Police later released a photo of Bowman committing the crime. So he proceeded to pull the fire alarm, leading to a full-scale law enforcement and emergency services response, which is dangerous in itself, which resulted in the evacuation of the building. So a lot has happened, but guess what? Guess what, everybody? He got away with it. He has a plea deal, $1,000 fine, and three months of good behavior, and charges will be dismissed. Here, watch. He has a plea deal. Can you just explain what that plea agreement is for our viewers? Well, the statement, the statement says it. I mean, pretty much I have to pay a $1,000 fine uh, in three months. As long as I stay out of trouble, uh, the case will be dismissed. The charges will be dismissed. It's smug so, fuck. Looking forward to that dismissal in three months um, after I go through the process. Does that sound like it's on the up and up, Judge? <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you. All right. He already worked out a plea deal. This is what I'm reading So, because it's just coming in. He says, I take full responsibility for what I did because I was in a rush to vote. <laughs> no, you were not in a rush to vote. You pulled the alarm. You know the difference between a fire alarm. And then he says, I literally was just in a rush to vote. I can't wait to hear the plea allocution when the judge asks him to admit to what he did. He's got to say, I pulled the alarm, not it was to vote. And the last thing I'm going to say is, you know what? There was a lot of problems. The building was evacuated. They set up a command post. There was a whole law enforcement thing that goes into effect. This isn't like a victimless situation. You know, the 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 the, the Democrats are very upset. They didn't want they they wanted to shut down so they could trash the Republicans. He was trying to delay it. It was a political thing. It would have been terrible if he hadn't been charged. I think. Oh God, they should give him the chair <laughs> just to sit down because he looks very tired. <laughs> <laughs> but he's such an idiot, this I guy. Kid. But he should go to jail, just like the mass, massive number of January 6 protesters. You know, they just sentenced a guy, what's his name? Douglas uh, McHale, McCaw, 
idea. They sentenced him to jail over a meme. Did you follow this oh, yeah. story? Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Got seven McKay. Thank you. That was my voice in my head. Going by <laughs> Richie Vaughn, right? jail for trying to, quote, trick Hillary Clinton voters to stay home in 2016. Give me a break. Seven months in jail for a meme conspiring to interfere with an election. Uh, that's in America. That's yep. 2023 America going to prison over a meme. It's crazy, right? Going to prison over a meme. This guy's getting a $1,000 fine, and in three months he gets the, the case dismissed for interrupting an official proceeding in Congress, causing this large-scale emergency response, because any resp any emergency response to the Capitol in D.C. is large-scale, okay? It's, it's, it's special assignments, a lot in play, and this guy caused all that by, by pulling the fire alarm like the piece of shit that he is, and he should be – it should be a felony. It should be felonies. He should be uh, charged and ultimately convicted. And, and and this is what we have in our government and so many other skills just like him. And it's unbelievable. All right, I'm going to end with this uh, another great DeSantis uh, music video from my good friend Miguel Afornia over on the Dilly Meme team. He always comes up with great stuff. So I'm going to end with this. Yes, the Dilly Meme team, Miguel Fournier at it again. All right, everybody, listen. It's Freedom Friday Eve. I'll be back tomorrow morning for Freedom Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern. Get everybody in the chat. I'm sure we'll do another long one. Did over two hours today. I didn't even realize it was that long. You're all great. Hit the follow. Hit the like. Comment below. Put a comment where it lives forever. Share this with your friends. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow morning.